Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, uh, I'm Monty, um, and uh, he's that person. We start every uh, episode of this podcast with um, apologies and omissions of guilt. Uh, and uh, any corrections, um, and of course the last uh, one was uh, uh, the the finale of our uh, our, our big toy uh, uh, holocaust, uh, our toy bowl. Holocaust? Sure. Yeah. Like I meant, as in like a fire. So we're apologizing because GoBot should have won, right? GoBot. Penny Racers was we were. Penny. We penny you know racers. what? I didn't even think about. Pen- Did Penny Racers have? A, a cartoon as well. I don't know. Really, Penny Racers were pretty dope. Micro Machines should have won commercials uh, only. I mean, we didn't. We yeah. talked. We didn't. There's so many of those toys that we didn't get to and we didn't talk about. Sure. Uh, we did not talk about the WWF uh, figures at all. We didn't talk about them. I don't. Neither one of us were into those enough to collect us. Well, and honestly, they're not. They're not action figures. They were rubber, and they didn't really move, did they? <laughs> no. Not more statuettes as they grew as they've gone on they've become quite impressive in their figures but not from our era Mm -hmm. all right yeah uh so i don't really i mean i don't i don't feel like did anyone correct us the uh of the four people that listened didn't no yeah i didn't hear any feedback which i'm kind of shocked because building up to it we heard tons but yeah no everyone agreed everyone agreed gi joe was the best that's why it was uh non-controversial it's my favorite community episode too gi joe yeah, the one where uh, gets Abed. hit on the head. And, uh-huh. No, not Abed. It's uh, um, the main character. Oh yeah, right. He gets hit on the head, and he keeps Joel McHale's character. Joel, yeah, yeah, Joel. Yeah, yeah. That's he it. keeps getting uh, flashbacks of growing up and playing GI Joe, and he's the, the whole. Most of the episodes animated, and everybody's got these really over the top oh, yeah. cliche characters. That was one season, of my favorite. Yeah, episodes. season four, right? Five. Five. I think it was five. Oh, yeah. Um, I never watched any of that show after the pilot. Really? Yeah. It's, really. It's, if we were talking about all time favorite sitcoms, that one might be I know. number one. Everyone says it. And I'm sure this will generate an angry comment of how goddamn dare you not watch community. I never watched the Dungeons and Dragons episode. While Everyone you and I will says agree, that. it's not. It's not officially doing it the way Dungeons and Dragons should. No one it's can... a lot of fun. Okay. It's a lot honestly, of fun. Honestly, I never have that comment, even in Stranger Things, because honestly, no one would want to watch actual, real Dungeons and Dragons being played. I, I mean, critical role notwithstanding, people watch that, like, uh, all the time. Uh, I think that there's no way you could make actual playing of Dungeons and Dragons seem cool in a sitcom. It just wouldn't work. So don't worry about that. 
All right. Well, uh, I think we're we're good. Apologies ahead of time for never watching any of Community, a show that everyone agrees would be great and I should watch. But I'm just that type of person. I also never saw Breaking Bad. I never watched Lost. There's so many things I don't watch. I didn't watch Breaking Bad either. Yeah. And I, I actually stopped watching uh, Game of Thrones uh, after like season three. Whenever they burned that little girl at the stake, that was like, I'm done. I checked out. Mm. Out. Um, all right. So uh, let's get to this week's, right? Um, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Monty Ike, and uh, my co-host is the uh, the Jim Gordon to my uh, Agent Coulson, the uh, Kuil, Space Mick Nick Nolte, to my uh, Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes, <laughs> the Titans to my Defenders. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Rob, how are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good tonight. Um, you, you reminded me of a few other things that I should discuss tonight, so thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, always happy to get you in the mood for a big loss. Uh, oh, by the way, we should apologize because the in- intro isn't relevant this year. Alabama's not playing for the national championship. Yeah. That's a happy day. Uh, and I won a dollar against my brother because I said, you watch, LSU's going to be the number one seed. And he's like, no, no, Ohio State. I'm like, no, that those two performances, you watch. Sure enough, I S- get in the SEC, SEC bias. That's what it is. Well, they had a much more dominant win. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Uh, yeah. Um, and no other teams matter. Um, <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about tonight, Rob? We are talking some TV. Talking TV. Oh, that's great that I brought up community then. That's fine. <laughs> These are shows that everyone's watched, I'm sure. These are great shows that we're talking. We're talking about Alf. We're talking about which is the best episode of Alf. Is that what it is? No. Yeah, yeah. The the one where uh, uh, he tries to eat the cat. No, where he uh, runs away from home and uh-huh. he's on the train and he says to Willie, "What would happen if I put a quarter on that and a uh, quarter on the tracks?" And he says, "Uh, the train would derail and all the bums would spill their beans." Best line in history. <laughs> oh, well. that's your favorite Alf line, though. No, no, I'm just going to say, because my favorite thing. episode of Alpha is when he hosts the Tonight Show. Oh, I forgot. In the about dream that. sequence with Ed McMahon, which I mean, how big of a star are you that Ed McMahon <laughs> sticks around when Johnny's got the night off? All right. Uh, no, we're talking. Uh, what, what are we talking TV? Which what kind of TV are we talking about? We are talking expanded and extended universe TV. <gasps> does that include things that would be based upon? Uh, how do I put this? I'd... Uh, I'll allow it. Probably what? What do you What are you thinking? What are you thinking buddy? Well, uh, let's say let's say something like. Oh, I can't come up with a good example. No cartoons. But... We've already discussed yes, no cartoons. We've... These are live yeah. action television shows. Sure, yeah. but that have connections to other comics, universes. Yeah. Could they, like it doesn't have book. to be comics. Could be books. Correct. Yeah. If there was a Harry Potter television show, then yeah, this would that's be exactly kind of where it. I was thinking. Yeah. 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 There is only a Harry Potter stage play that is two nights. That does not count for this. Gotcha. I love how you turn away from the screen to cough when your microphone is attached to your face. It's beautiful and sweet. I love it. I don't want to cough in his face. I'll just cough in his ears. Um. 
I just burped in your ear there too. So. Yeah. Oh, I I love it. No, uh, these are these are shows like, for instance, uh, Runaways, right? <laughs> Better and screw you. Yeah, right? it's fine. <laughs> these are these are shows like uh, Runaways. This is uh, shows like Runaways uh, is a good one. Uh, Cloak and Dagger. These are not things like You're going freeform. Yeah, these are things that are that are not uh, connected, like maybe the Spider-Man shorts on Electric Company because they weren't their own television show, right? Those. That's not Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that's what I'm talking about. Um, yes, I, this I doesn't include this doesn't include Star Trek because Star Trek is a television show that moved to movies, but it does include, um, uh, you know, a certain show that everyone is streaming right now. That that that's included mm-hmm. with the, the Space the, Nick Nolte. Space Nick Nolte, and uh, I I just yoga. think that's probably the most grounded Nick Nolte's ever been in complete honesty. <laughs> I, I joke, but I'm kind of serious too. I'm... Oh, God damn, man. Oh, God damn. Oh, I'm just so hungover. Uh, I have spoken. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's what we're getting at. And, uh, and as we, we, we're going to discuss some of these shows. I've, I've named a couple there's also obviously those things that are on DC's streaming service right now. DC streaming service, got, uh, uh, Disney Patrol. streaming service. Yeah. Um, uh, I had spoken recently with Tracy about the Swamp Thing te- television show, um, Titans. Yeah. Um, Titans. Doom I think. Patrol. Do we call the CW shows? Um, yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to. Uh, although they're not tied to the cinematic universe, they're their own universe in itself, but they're tied to the comics in some way. Well, yeah, I guess then none of the Titans show are Titans. I'm sorry, none of the DC shows are shared universe. Tied. Well, the they're, well, the the, the D, DC shared universe. The DC cinematic universe doesn't exist. That's true. Let's be honest; it doesn't yep. exist. So. The closest you get is Batman or is uh, Wonder Woman eighty four tying back to Wonder Woman. That yes, is as close of a universe as we have. Did right now. you like that trailer we saw today? Uh, did you see it? Yeah, I did. I I thought the music was good and it was a little bit funky. I liked the joke of the no, that's just a trash can. That's fine. That's I was I was happy to see that it's more Wonder Woman, but also different than the last movie. Right. Um. Yeah, and it feels it feels cool i enjoyed the part i enjoyed the part where wonder woman was web slinging on lightning and i'm gonna call it web slinging on lightning because that's what it is that's what that action is it's web swinging but i was down with it i thought i was was really happy with that trailer okay so let's let's tackle the real issues Um, so the wonder woman the wonder woman show in the 70s oh that's a good point fair game the 1966 batman show is fair game, and I may have just changed my number one. <laughs> yeah, I may have just changed it. No, I won't. I love it. Um, but okay. Yeah. 1966 Batman, by the way, in my opinion, is so. I, look, it's not the Batman that you know and love now, but it's what kept no. Batman relevant, and it's actually, in my opinion, what saved Batman. Saved Batman, but made made so much later on relevant. Mm-hmm. The idea of these crazy, like, villains and stuff like that, it's iconic. I mean, yeah, they were doofy, 
But look, I mean, you know, it also changed Batman from, you know, uh, it, it, it helped usher in the Batman stopping to just this no name Italian crime boss mm-hmm. uh, into focusing specifically on costume villains even more heartily than he was at the time. I will enjoy now that that rogues gallery is as much of what you think of when you think of Batman as anything else. Yeah, I will invoke the spirit of Kevin Smith and and flat out steal something he has said before. But growing up watching uh, Batman 66, we didn't know they were campy at that age. When I was a kid, I didn't know that that was campy. I just thought this was fun comic book TV. I didn't know that Egghead was a dumb villain. I didn't know that. (laughs) You know, I I, I didn't get it. I just was like, this is Batman and this is cool. And I just loved it. And it wasn't until years later that I kind of had a sophistication that made me go, well, this is kind of dry. But it kept Batman in my peripheral and, mm-hmm. and made made him – that. and I'll bet in many cases that is their first exposure to Batman. Yeah. Excellent point, Rob. Um, so, uh, so, okay, here we go. Um, so what we've decided is this isn't going to be, oh, here's our top five. We're not going to do that, uh, for us, but we are going to talk a little bit about what these shows are and some of the shows that would, uh, would count for this, uh, sort of thing. Uh, and then we're going to name, uh, what we think are our number ones and then we'll argue which one's better. Right. So that's that's the ground rules for that. Um, I mean, obviously there is the Netflix shows, Daredevil, um, Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, and, and then Iron, Iron Fist. Fist, and then the Defenders together, Defense. and of and course I would Punisher. Throw in Punisher. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Punisher. Yeah. yeah, of course. Why would you not throw it in? It's part of that shared universe. Well, it, well, it came out of Daredevil. So. Yeah, it's absolutely. Um, so the, those are all great. Uh, I think you've also got like the CW. The thing about like the Defenders uh, on Netflix and the CW is multiple shows but they all tie in um into one fabric right um the arrowverse is pretty hardy uh you also add in supergirl and now with uh this last weekend's big hurrah um the the cross the crisis it ties in all of those all of black those. lightning batwoman legends of tomorrow arrow supergirl right but it also brought in <laughs> superboy the adventure, or what is that called? What was that show? Smallville. Yeah. Smallville. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. no. Now, it's, I would not be surprised if there's still some surprises that they haven't told us about because tonight's the first premiere episode. This is right. As we're um, recording this, it'll yeah, all I, be gone by the time you're I didn't you're get done. a chance to watch it, or I would have at least because tonight is Supergirl's the first episode. Um, I would not be surprised if, like, they did some CG. I, I, I'm going to throw out a really unlikely but let's say like a cg of christopher reed in an episode i don't think they're going to do that but i would oh be that surprised would be if yeah they that would be too much but i i wouldn't be surprised if there's some surprises i would love to see some dc universe streaming characters pop in i it could they're yeah. produced by the same person yeah um jason momoa will come on he won't have known he's doing it, but uh, he'll he'll come on. It'll actually just be paparazzi footage of Jason Momoa, like at a Starbucks, and they'll just. Throw oh, that I in. just thought, man. While I'm talking, I thought of like three things that I really love. That okay. That, okay. Well, all right. Talk about them if you'd like. Or are you waiting? Okay. Are they part um, of your thing? Well, like 
I think we, we, we know the, the Netflix shows really well. We can probably discuss them pretty in depth. We know the CW shows, at least I do. I know them very well. I watch all, I've just recently caught up on Batwoman. I have not really touched anything but the first season of Black Lightning. It's excellent. It's just, I got to find time. Um, but I have watched all of the DC Universe streaming shows, uh-huh. and I've been pleasantly happy with them. They have, they have been where I thought they were all going to stink. There, there isn't a bad one. Now, there's levels of, oh, this is better to me than this one, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that just popped in my head was actually three sh- – just another one just popped in my head. Oh, God. Rob, okay. stop thinking. It's hurting all of us. Uh, Umbrella okay. Academy? Uh, are you thinking about them yet? Uh, Preacher. Preacher. Oh, yeah. Preacher Absolutely. is so fun. Preacher yeah. is is takes took what was fun in the comics, which was a little vulgar and quite violent, and made it really into a fun TV show. Uh, you know, they, they took the religious aspect and kind of dulled the edges a little bit of it. Because in the comic, I feel like it's a little more sharp more of a commentary on the religion and it kind of makes it a little more comedic and it's so fun uh another show well let me let's let's talk about this because if we say that preacher so i I guess i'm wondering okay so preacher is one comic and then it's adapted into television right correct yes so is the walking dead right but are those just adaptations are those extended universe things i i don't know like yeah. I can't say that Preacher and The Walking Dead are the exact same as, say, Agents of Shield, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. But then, what about Krypton? The show Krypton does that count uh, as an extended universe? That's a good question. Yeah. Like, because because then, uh, then I guess we have to allow all of it. Stories that have not been told. Yeah, we have to allow all of it. Stories that have not been told. Um. Yeah, see, it's. Yeah. I guess it's more. I think we're arguing television adaptations then. Yeah, then I. Because yeah, it must be because that has to be the the way. That's the only way. Adaptations next, of those universe and all the all those yeah. other things. You my have to allow was, it because it gets real gray. Yeah, my next one was going to be one that it has been a comic, but is not known for being a comic. Was American Gods? Yeah, I. It's a novel. Loved America. Yeah, yes. it's not. Well, we talked about but it. it if, if Harry Potter had a television show, that would work, right? Yeah, and yeah. American Gods isn't just exactly the retelling of that novel. No, it's it's for what I can tell, it's kind of a. It still has the blessing of Neil Gaiman, but it's oh, it's a lot of fun. It's a well, yeah, no, but what I'm saying fun is, is not the right thing. What I'm saying is it just isn't rehashing the plot of the novel in the series. As far as I can tell, no, it's not. I don't. I haven't read the entire series, so I don't know. Okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If it's a word for sure. word lifted. From the thing, that's just a straight up novelization, or that's just a straight up yeah. adaptation of it, which isn't as fun as this is building in the world of, which I think is is cooler, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I. I. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like um, Gotham takes Batman and it builds in the world of Batman and completely does its own thing. Really. Does its own thing to the point of making it frustrating as fuck um for me at least i don't know so yeah no no, that's it 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 created a couple gotham we're jumping all over the place here gotham i thought fish mahoney mahoney 
what was her last name? Don't know. Um, that was a cool character. Yeah. I loved the way they did uh, Penguin in that, at least the first two seasons that I watched. I loved Penguin. The rest of it, I just just couldn't get behind. Because they start, they start grinding too much into their own stuff and to the point where it was like... I was making jokes that, okay, Batman Beyond's going to pop up because everybody but Batman is in this show. Right. And it's like, like what's the point now? Yeah. I, it's... Yeah. It, it, what I really didn't like about that is because they were introducing so many of Batman's villains pre-Batman, it was like, so Batman rises out of this desperate need of this city because there's literally a bunch of costume maniacs around, mm-hmm. which is totally different than the origin that it is. And, you know, I don't like to do the whole, uh, oh, Batman's a psychopath and all of the bad guys are, are there because Batman's there. Like, if he hadn't started dressing up like a bat... The villains wouldn't have started dressing up either. I I think that's a kind of a tired thing too. But in this case, I'm like I, I don't know. I I feel like it, it it doesn't feel so much about his parents as a desperate need for someone to do. I something. wanted it to be Gotham Central, where it was yes. Jim Gordon crime, climbing through the ranks right. and a cop story, yeah. where maybe there was a little bit of that crime element starting. Right. barely starting i didn't want here's egghead before he became egghead yeah no I mean, I don't, no no I, it would have been I, I mean like it would have been literally cool if they would have like focused on say the red hood gang and explained that yeah. where it's an organized crime where they have one guy in a hood but he's not usually i really right wanted it to be got gotham, gotham central, central would have been and, fucking amazing and you know tell a cop story that was just, you know, scratching the surface of super villains. Maybe one day could happen, but you didn't have to have every thing. I mean, Bane was in it, I believe. I Which think. is so I said, stupid. Azrael was in it. So I, it dumb. Was... <laughs> I mean, well, you can have as technically speaking, you can have Azrael in it because the the original or the earlier yeah, is sure. older than Batman is. I yeah, stupid. thought they did the Council of. I don't. I didn't read. I didn't watch, so I can't swear to this, but I thought they did the Owls, the Council of the Owls at one point. And... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, like that. I mean, well, obviously we're talking a lot about these kind of things. We're naming a bunch of things. We're talking about things we like, things we don't like. We probably mm-hmm. should get around to what we actually do count as what we think right now is the best adaptation or mm. expression of an extended universe, and mine is going to yeah. throw you for a loop i think i really feel once like you go is. you jump in go my absolute favorite extended or adaptative television show agent carter i she slipped my mind and i do not blame you for that and that I'm, I, let me explain That's now, a great I, I thought about it. i was so like fun obviously the mandalorian is amazing mm-hmm. fine i don't know how it's going to end they could still screw the pooch on this um, obviously, the first season of Daredevil is amazing. Mm-hmm. But and, and even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the first couple of seasons, fucking great. But for me, what what does it so beautifully about Agent Carter is it goes back in time to right after, uh, you know, it's very much tied into uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's completely uses flashbacks. Haley Atwell is beautiful. But what it does beautifully is it sets up a world in which the Avengers would happen. Mm -hmm. You've got super science 
to the point of ridiculousness happening in the late 40s, early 50s. You got um, all of these real world things like sexism and racism butting up against these magnificent uh, ideas of what um, like the Avengers world is going to be where, you know, it also does a fantastic job of creating this idea that there are vast conspiracies that have nothing to do with governments that are that are proto supervillains. There's these exceedingly powerful people using super science, using almost magic, using uh, an amazing amount of uh, of training. Um, and there's you know uh, a few people on this earth that are so extraordinary, and she is ordinary but extraordinary, and she's able to thwart this. Just by uh, being that way, and I love it. I love in every a man's part of world it. in a at man's that yeah. time. Especially. Yeah, I mean, you add in those layers of the fact that it's uh, it, it's great feminism. You you move to the second season where it goes out into L.A. and they talk a lot more about race back in that one, um, and it's just fantastic. And it creates this beautiful world that is tied in, but really does a better job of foundation building. Than, um, than Captain America First Avenger did. Because, yeah, Captain America First Avenger does a couple of things. It creates Hydra, which are like Nazis, but they're different. But in this, it really lays the groundwork for Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. or Hydra is much more than just a wing of the Nazi party. Mm-hmm. Hydra is this great, big, powerful secret organization of very powerful people. Um that has many different tentacles and different things and, and, and is, you know, and is crazy. And it does a, such a fantastic job of doing that and then creating things um, that are very much like what you uh, come to then expect. The, the super gadgets and everything like that that happens in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But also, I mean, I don't believe that you can walk around in a sweatshirt that turns into an Iron Man armor if I don't also believe that in 1949, somebody created a chemical that can make an entire um, uh, chemical plant implode on itself. Mm-hmm. You have to have those kind of things. I, I love your choice, actually. I, I had totally spaced Agent, or Agent Carter. Um, it is, it is, it's a sister piece to shield. It yeah, really it's feels so, like it. It's Agents very much a sister shield, piece. I mean. Well, if you remember, it was, it was the, it was the winter uh, replacement when they started doing winter replacements. So yeah. Agents, uh, that would have been, I believe, um, and it, a lot of credit second. to Haley At- Atwell. Oh my she god, is, she is such a great actress in that, and so I totally great. buy that she is that woman. And yeah, Haley Atwell deserve. I mean, Agent Carter, Haley Atwell deserves so much more screen time. Oh, I, I, so would love a, I'd so yeah, I would love another season. I would have loved another season too. Well, I love now that we're getting what if we're getting uh, on on Disney that's Plus. Right. That's, You're get, the that's first right. episode is going to be what if Agent Carter was the Super Soldier? What if she became yeah. Captain Britain or whatever? Uh, which is going to be a fantastic cartoon, uh, and it's going to be neat. Um, so that that is that is my choice, and uh, and I, I I think it's a good one. No, no, I I think. You you choosing that is incredible. I think that's yeah. uh, I had totally spaced that there, and it's like as you were talking, it made me think of more and more. I I have I'm having a hard time picking what's my favorite, but that is a really strong number one. Well, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. So now you have to. You're on the hot seat because I okay. can, I can just slam dunk this with a win by forfeit. 
And, okay, and well, I'm, here's my number one that you might as well you just might as well put a W in my column here. Are you okay, ready? Yeah. <sighs> Inhumans. So. <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucking <sighs> show oh, it was so bad. sticks I mean, out to me on Disney. So I never watched one goddamn episode of that. I did. But you know what sucks is it is a good cast. They cast it really well. <laughs> it still stinks. It, <laughs> I, I stomached trying to get through it. And I think the potential was there. And I don't know what ball was dropped. Well, it's too it it's too hard, dude. First, you first you you announce you you give the human idea as a as a quasi mutant stand in in your cinematic universe. But, but you were you building also, that in the in the agents of shit. Yeah, so it wasn't I get a that stretch. I get all that, but the problem is, is now you have this royal family of mutants. That doesn't make sense. They're two it different things. Yeah, one and you're is on an, the moon. Yeah, one is an ancient group of semi-humans that have been guarding over the Earth for a long time, and they have a royal family and whatever. That is one plot line people can stomach. The other plot line is uh, that you know, in innately in our genes, this this is happening, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's which is kind of almost quasi mutant anyway, yeah. and. Um, it, I'm obviously I'm kidding. This is not, but it it had release in theaters at one point and I don't, they did all of this hype and it just, and I really, I, I think they casted it really well. Like, especially, um, black bolt. I was really pleased with the actor who was, who was playing him, but it just, it feels, it's really flat. No, my real number one. God, I, it's like I, I go back and forth between these three shows, but I think if I'm being true to myself and characters I love in their portrayals, I have been head over heels in love with Titans. And it's because of the, the portrayal of Dick Grayson, Grayson on that show is what I've always wanted a Dick Grayson to be in the, on, you know, in live action form. It has, you know, they jump into the character in season one where he's no longer with Batman. He's a cop. He's kind of, you can tell he has a history, not just with Batman, but also with other heroes. He know you know, he speaks of knowing Superman. He speaks of knowing Wonder Woman and other characters. And so it's like, he's building that there's a background to him. He starts running into his old Titans friends. You know that they fell apart for some reason and you're getting to know him. Then you meet Jason Todd, which I thought, oh, this. I just kept waiting for that show to suck. I just mm-hmm. like everything about him. Like, this is going to suck. This is going to suck. And then when they pull it off, I'm like, they're they're continuing to pull it off. And I'm I have always been a Titans fan because of the Titans hunt that came out. Oh, we'll say early 90s, 91 ish. And the whole storyline is. Dick was left behind because somebody didn't think Dick was worthy and they took out all the other Titans, but Dick and one by one, Dick, uh, shut up. (laughs) Just will you call him Grayson for God's sakes? (laughs) (laughs) One by one, Robin finds, well, he's not Robin. He's Nightwing at this point, Yeah, but he finds, just say the whole name. If you need to, he puts, 
he puts the team back together one by one. And this is what made me feel like I've always been a Robin fan. I've always like I like the costume of Nightwing, but it was this story. You like by... the disco costume of Nightwing, too. I did. I've I've been at in retrospect, it's hugely silly, but it was really cool at the time it came out. And the thing I loved about him was he is by everybody else on the team, the most powerful member and he has no powers. Right. He, uh, he, because he was left behind in this story, I fell in love with the character that they just, they kind of were like, well, he's not worthy of our time, but we took out the rest of the team. And then one by one, Dick Grayson catches and cat. Anyway, there are aspects of that in the TV show and they have introduced, they have introduced Superboy on this show. They have introduced Donna Troy on the show. They introduced Jericho. Um, Jericho? It, yes! And they they did a great Jericho. Uh, I love this version of Deathstroke. Uh, Slade Wilson. It, it's, oh, Deadpool, it's a lot it. of... Yeah, yeah. Deadpool. <laughs> Deathstroke. Um, the way they did Beast Boy. And they have pulled in elements of uh, there was a cro- I don't want to say crossover it was kind of like a backdoor um, pilot for Doom Patrol in in season one which eventually became the show uh, Doom Patrol they just changed yeah I, it a little. I think I heard that, that that that's what they were trying to do so do they operate in the same in the same universe then. I don't know because after that show, it doesn't feel like they've never connected. Um, uh, Beast Boy came from Doom Patrol mm-hmm. on the sh- on Titans. That he like he was he was in Doom Patrol's man. He was in Doom Patrol's mansion, and then and then joined the Titans. But after that, they've never mentioned Doom Patrol. And on the entire series of Doom Patrol, you wouldn't even know that, that uh, Gar was a part of that team ever. And that I'm okay with it because they are self-contained shows after that. They feel very, I'm, I'm really impressed with what the DC streaming app has done with every one of their shows. I love that swamp thing. I think it's production value was incredibly high. And I don't care for the character Swamp Thing, and that was a fun show. Hmm. Well, I've never seen Titans at all, not one episode, so I can't even argue against it. <laughs> well, here's here's what so like I watched season two, and Dick is having a crisis of conscience, and they cast the actor who um, I know you watched uh, Game of Thrones. The actor who had the disease that was making his skin like rock, mm-hmm. um, he was cast as Bruce Wayne, which immediately I think a he looks way too old to be Bruce Wayne. Two, he's kind of British, and three, he's receding in gray. So I'm like, I don't, oh, I like this was a terrible choice for Bruce Wayne. Terrible choice. I didn't like it. They introduced him on the show, and immediately I'm like. He may not look like Bruce Wayne, but he acts and sounds and treats Dick Grayson like I would want him to be Bruce Wayne. And then there's an episode where they get into a straight-on fight. I'm like, that's the way Batman would fight. It's 
it's perfect. I, I think that that portrayal of, and then when I saw, I recently saw Maleficent, the first yeah. one, uh-huh. I saw that the actor who was, uh, Prince Philip is Dick Grayson. And I was just, I threw my hands up there. I'm like, I love this show now just because Dick Grayson's on. Jesus Christ. It's, I uh, love him. Plays, as... It's uh, uh what is it? Uh, Ian Glenn, right? It, or Leanne Glenn. I don't know the actor's Jorah name. Marmont. I... It was the, yeah, the guy who was obsessed with Khaleesi. Right. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. For, for yes. Jesus. Yes. Him. I yes. love how You're like, well, there's I, I was one, just there's talking one about quality the that's super easy, which is, you know, the guy who wants to fuck Khaleesi but can't fuck is like always. No, in the but zone. I was talking about Dick Grayson and you threw out that name and I thought you were oh. saying the actor who played Dick Grayson. No, so I'm like, I don't. The Batman so guy. Threw me I just, off. I was yeah. just yes. naming the, that guy so we don't. Yeah. And then I'll, now I'm making fun of you because I wouldn't have. The the rock disease is not the first thing that I think of when I think of that guy. Um. But but he's Bruce Wayne. Well, everybody I, wanted Khaleesi. Um, I, I guess. I mean, you know, I preferred the redheaded wildling. Um, but uh, I don't. I I don't. I don't think that's a bad choice for Bruce. I mean, like, I guess the thing is, I think when you make Bruce Wayne look too much like Bruce Wayne in the comic books, you just run the risk of having him look like Batman or like Superman. Uh, you know what I mean? They're both sure. Generic they're both generic chiseled square jawed um black haired um gentiles uh i think it's fun to to make bruce wayne maybe a little bit older or whatever especially it makes more sense i mean like i don't who you know i mean if you that when they when he looks too young to dick grayson it's like okay you know when did he start and when is it more of a big a brother feel uh, yeah right. and i want a, fa- a father and figure. this feels like a father figure and yeah. that's I another think that's great better. point yeah because uh, especially throughout the show it's like i feel like dick grayson is this guy's son and... yeah and they're having classic young man fighting with his father yeah issues. and then you throw in you throw in the younger brother rivalry when you throw in jason and I think Jason is even more perfectly cast than Dick Grayson because he's a brat. He's a fucking douchebag. And yet you still like him, which is something I didn't think was going to be possible. But, yeah. you know, he's he's a brash, stupid kid who's jumping in front of cameras going, Titans are back, bitches! And... God. Well, all right. Um Honestly, I, I'm going to leave this up to you, man, uh, because I haven't watched enough of the Titans to really say, oh, I can argue against it being other than the I, fact I'm, that it's on a streaming service that hardly anyone wants the, to pay for. True. Um, here, here, I'll, I'll give you the facts. Uh, I think Titans is maybe a slightly better production value. I still think your choice of that period piece with a strong female character in a man's world after she lost the love of her life with with Steve Rogers building shield i think honestly i think the whole storyline the concept the idea to put that into a show is stronger it's she's just a stronger character than the con while i love that they brought the titans to life because it's a fucking fun show i yeah. if you can watch it i i do recommend it the first two episodes might 
seem a little slow, but once that thing gets going, it's like you just want to zip through the whole thing. But well, I'll see if I can pirate yes. it somewhere because I'm just trust not me paying for D- DC. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna do that. I, I already I already pay for for CBS so I can watch Star Trek. So if and I, I feel say like that's that you, the stupidest thing I've done. If I say you won, can we mention a few other honorable mentions then? Yes, if you say okay. I win, we can do you anything win. you want. You, I, I I think that you won because that I totally forgot that show, and that was a great poll. That's, Thanks. Um, the X-Men shows that we did not mention. Uh, I think Gifted is a, a really good TV show. Oh, yeah, and um, uh, what's the legacy one? Legion. Or Legion, Legion Le- that's right. Legion's yeah. a very good show. A lot of Both. people say that. Yeah. The thing that's great about Legion and Legacy or Legion and Gifted is they are nothing alike. Uh, Legion is like a mind fuck and really bizarre and maybe a little funny, but really crazy. While as it should be, it, Gifted is more like kind of a um, underground militant, rebellious. Kind of like an X-Men on the run feel that I I really like. Made by the guy who made um, Burn Notice. I'm waiting for you to say the line. What is Burn Notice? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you, you always make the, I think it was a Saturday Night Live yeah. joke or something. Yeah, like, it I is. love Burn Notice. I'm like, who was? <laughs> it, was a, it was a game show. And, <laughs> and, and one of the categories was... What is and it may have been the whole show? What is Burn Notice? And then they kept on giving facts about how uh, it like lasted six seasons. Uh, uh, there's thousands of fans or millions of fans, but yeah, no one knew what Burn Notice was about. My mom loved it. I'd go over to her house, she would have it on, and there would be like a Burn Notice marathon, and I would watch it and love it. I I thought it was a great show. Um, it's no Briscoe County. Junior. No, but but it's I, I, I gotta remember. Is it Briscoe County Junior? No, is it Brisco? What, what was that? It was Briscoe County something, right? Like his yeah. name was Briscoe County. Or Briscoe something? County, yeah. I the Adventures of Briscoe County. Yeah, maybe that was it. That, um, I love Krypton. I think Krypton's a really good show. I did not. I have not seen season two yet, but I loved season one. I want to see how they portray Lobo. Uh, Smallville was fun for the first three seasons, um, but I, I think it. Uh, so it, I watched, uh, and I'm going to apologize. I'm super hungry, which is why I'm eating. Sorry. Um, just you opening the bag that was loud. After that, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying desperately to avoid. I caught and sniffled ear. the whole last episode. So I'm glad I, you noticed. Um, we should apologize for that at the beginning. So here's the thing I had with Smallville. I liked, I watched all of Small, Smallville season one, maybe even season two. But what got really boring was the villain of the week flavor. And that the changed. Meteor, the meteor. Yeah, I know it changed. But by that time, I was like, I'm kind of done here. And I don't blame you. Um, by season four and five, when they started introducing every, it started becoming what, Gotham was doing, but Gotham did it much quicker. Yeah, where it's like, okay, we have the entire, we have everybody that you hate. I just think Smallville had one of the best Lex Luthers of all time. Yeah, that guy was a really good Lex Luthor, and what I really yeah. liked about it was, um, 
I think Lex Luthor, Luthor is best when played as somebody who doesn't think he's a villain. Well, and also that you kind of understand where he comes from because he's trying so hard to not be his dad, who is a villain. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to not do that, but everybody's just assuming that because his father's that way, he's kind of that way, and he keeps being pushed towards this villain role by Clark. Yeah, unintentionally, but it's like, well, fuck! If you just tell him, he might actually be your ally rather than it. And that's what's kind of happened on Supergirl recently, where Supergirl's Lana Luther or whatever her name is, yeah. Yeah, that it's it's a very similar type of plot. Uh, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like they're very similar in that aspect. But she is flat out saying, "I want you as my friend, and you keep lying to me." And yeah, well, I think that's the uh, I think the biggest thing about what makes Lex Luthor great uh, when portrayed is when you don't make him the comical. I'm going to destroy all of California for real estate. Yeah, uh, that's. He's not a shyster. I think what builds it great is if you make him believe he's Tony Stark and that Superman is honestly a threat, then that makes mm-hmm. Lex Luthor so much more fun. Uh, John Cryer has played a nice balance between campy and crazy. I, yeah, I and think... Supergirl. Isn't he in yeah. Supergirl as a yeah, toy man or something? Isn't he? No, as he? Lex Luthor. He's Lex Luthor. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. I remember that. He plays a really good crazy, but smart, like super smart, and yet I still feel there's the camp there. That, but the the whole CW universe teeters on camp. They're 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 teetering. When when you start introducing that kind of thing, it just happens. But well, when I you also say, when you also cast people based on pop culture references, that's what's going to happen. I mean, let's be honest. Would you really have fought John Cryer, Lex Luthor? No, but when you cast John Cryer because he was in Superman fucking four, was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why he's in. I mean, that's and Dean Cain as the dad because Dean Cain was fucking Superman. But he's he's also a little terrifying. He's like he's genuinely terrifying and crazy in the show. And it's he has a dark side to him that is really like, I have never seen John Cryer do dark and he does dark on this very well. Ducky. Yes. Ducky was dark as shit. All right. Any, anything else that we want to talk about? Um, Legends of tomorrow, by the way, is my biggest disappointment show ever when it comes to this. Oh, I see. I, I, I like what that show did. I think it, it, it's again, it's more humorous than I would like, but I, I think it's a fun show. See, I um, I think it was just ridiculous. I I honestly just felt like it just got super ridiculous, and they could have done it a lot better, and they didn't. I think it I, honestly continues on every like every bad habit that Arrow and and Flash had. This thing picks up and does it even more, and I I, I didn't like. I'm part. just afraid of the what like it's similar but not the same, but when. We all love Family Guy at one point. I'm not in that yeah. category yeah. anymore. But there was, and then all you started introducing American Dad, and um, yeah, and then waters the other, down because he doesn't have the ability it, to do more than one thing. Yeah. It just feels like you're. I'm really afraid of that's where the CW universe is going, especially when we're getting a Superman show and another one that's been unnamed. I believe. 
I'm real. Well, we're losing hesitant. Arrow, right? Uh, but we're getting a spinoff of that with <sighs> the Siren. You know, it's it's. I believe it's going to be the 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 Canaries. I think it's called the Canaries, where it's the the two actresses playing Black Canary and um, Arrow's daughter. I like I love the actress playing Arrow's daughter. I think she's phenomenal in Arrow. And I, I think Arrow has been the strongest one of this new, newest season, mm. which shocked me because I think it's been the weakest one for a while there. Yeah, and it, it was really solid. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up. Who won? Okay. Who won? Was it me? I think it was Agent Carter. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Oh gosh, Agent Carter. Carter won. You just weren't smart enough to remember it. Because I think I think if I had thought of it, I'm like you know that's a really strong number smart one. smart it's... enough, dude. You have Disney Plus too. You could be tracking Agent Carter and watching it all the over again yourself. Dude. Oh, it's not that I don't own it. I just hadn't thought of it. Yeah. I really I liked. I never thought I would like Punisher in a live yeah. action form. And I adored the Punisher Netflix shows. I liked Cloak and Dagger a lot. I've only gotten through the season of one of Runaways. That's really strong. Yeah. We live in an era that I would never have predicted happened when we were kids. Yeah. That never would have thought that. Dude, you, you know what's it, gonna you, you know what's gonna really happen is is kids today who are growing up right now are looking outside of comic books. And that's what the new that's what the new thing is gonna be. And in like thirty years we're gonna be like can you believe there's new romantic comedies coming out? Well, ever since Pride and Prejudice came out and, and grossed $3 trillion, everybody's jumping on the Jane Eyre bandwagon. If that's what it's going to be. Oh, are you watching another comic book movie? Uh, okay, whatever. That's what it's going to be, man. Because uh, we're, we are looking at it, it, although it's a dream for us, it will at some point saturate to the point of the uh, it'll implode on itself, and I don't I don't think it'll, it'll completely go away. go away, but it will it'll it'll die down. Of course it will. Yeah, it has yeah. To. Um, and I'm not saying I, I'm not that much of a hipster that I'm like uh, I liked it better when no one liked it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I, that's one of my biggest things. Is yes, there's so much stuff right now, but I also think. There's so much stuff. When is it going to reach saturation point to the thing? Yeah, that, yeah, no, and that I, it snaps I don't back, and then I won't get anything. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think yeah. something's going to give eventually. We're going to hit the Batman Forever point because that's what killed that franchise, or yeah. Batman and Robin, whatever it was. <laughs> I, the, I, the I, le- nipples, yes, yeah, yeah, and that something will shut it down. We'll lose it again, and then it'll come back. It, it, it sometimes it's hard having everybody at you know you found this really cool bar and now everybody's at the cool bar, right? Um, yeah. Look, if we can survive uh, Iron Man two, we can survive anything. Hey, Iron Man two is not terrible. Yeah, but when you look back, you're like, oh, yeah, that wasn't as great. <laughs> it's just not as great. It just isn't. It's not. Uh, well, Rob, since I won, that means you lost, and of course, it's our tradition here. Uh, the loser always uh, signs us off. With our world-famous tagline, it's a tagline that everyone quotes. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised if people don't just shout this out on subways when they're listening to us. Uh, That tagline, of course, being... Eat fresh. 